my name is Kemi Acapo. I am a resident of Peterborough uh, and uh, councillor elect for um, city council in Peterborough, representing town ward, ward number three. And I'm um, Stephen Wright, uh, councillor elect for uh, Ward Five North Crest, uh, 15-year resident of Peterborough. Wonderful place to live. And you're both uh, sharing the title of Peterborough's first Black city councillor. Um, what do you think about that? I think it's pretty amazing and, and speaks volume to how progressive of a city Peterborough actually is, and uh, how open they are to diversity. So, I mean, I agree with that, but I also think it's 2018, and part of me is like, why did it take so long? Um, and, yeah, we might be the first, um, you know, black counselors on council, but I'm also, I'm interested and curious to know if we're the first, like, people of color at all. And if so, that's, I think that's even more shocking. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I still think it's pretty cool, and, you know, it's quite an honor to, to, to share that role and share mm-hmm. that title, and... You know, regardless of how the next four years go, we'll always have that. So. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It was funny because when I was out door knocking, I, I did come across a resident, uh, you know, and took my literature and started to crumple it up and goes, uh, well, you know, I don't think uh, Peterborough's ready for you yet. You know, maybe you should run in, you know, 10 years from now. And, you know, I, I do want to go back and see this individual and just say, you know what, so what do you think Peterborough wasn't ready for? Mm-hmm. So, because he was trying to make the statement, and you know, four years ago when I also ran, I mean, that question was asked of me. You know, mm-hmm. do you think you'll get any votes in Peterborough? Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, there people are more a little more progressively minded. I mean, we have access to the internet, we watch the news, um, we're a very culturally diverse country, um, and 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 it, and it transcends just beyond color of skin. Because you look at the city, you know, you get Chinese food in Peterborough, all of the Asian foods, you know. There's a diversity in ideas as well. Mm-hmm. And, and that's starting to show up more and more in, in the population in Peterborough. Mm-hmm. And I think it's not necessarily a guarantee that people of color will have progressive politics either, though. I, I think there's a sense that um, city council... we. The city council we just elected is more progressive. It's more diverse, um, but I don't necessarily know if the diversity makes it more progressive. The, the, the diversity does give it a, a progressive uh, edge because you know we got two black city councilors that are coming from uh, a different background. We you know I, I've lived all across Canada. I don't know what Kemi's uh, you know, <laughs> but the, the years you know we've been in communities. Our family was in Alberta when the the, the this. The description of Alberta wasn't favorable, um, and, and the suggestion that people of any kind of ethnic community would not find an easy time in Alberta. You know, we we lived through that. Uh, we lived through a period of time in New Brunswick where you know my mom left simply because she didn't feel welcome in the community where the, we were in in New Brunswick. So you know that that politics is a progressive in the sense that you can now share those kind of experiences as to why the city uh, and its diversity will change policy. Yeah, I, and I think you're. I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. Um, yeah, just having cultural diversity does not necessarily equate to progressiveness because I mean yeah. we do see yeah. people people of color who run for you know far right. <laughs> um, uh, what's what I'm looking for? Um, Parties, thank mm-hmm. you. Um, yeah, um, but I, you know what, I do think that um, diver- like we've, we've we have diversity, but not just like cultural diversity, but um, gender. Um, and I think, 
you know, even though council is nonpartisan, we do see people that are on, on the rate, the, the spectrum of yeah. party politics. Um, and, you know, I'm glad that we don't ha- have an entirely, um, you know, 11 people on council who are all sort of left-leaning because I don't think that would be it wise be and that wouldn't be a strength. Yeah. yeah. So I'm glad to see that we still have some folks on council who... Um, you know, sort of lean more towards the right, some people that are more centrist and some people that are more left. I think that's probably a better, better, more accurate representation of the city. And that's really what I was looking for when I ran. As I I always said, the city needs to be reflective of the people that it represents. Um, And I think that this council that we have right now is a step towards that. And I just want to come back to um, this kind of progressive versus conservative politics Mm -hmm. and what we're looking at in the next council term. But first of all, I just wanted to um, ask you two to talk a bit about, um, Kemi, you're from Nigeria. Um, (laughs) Could you just talk a bit about your background and how you came to Peterborough? Sure. Yeah, happy to do that. Uh, Did you know I was from Nigeria, Stephen? I knew you were from Nigeria. (laughs) Yeah, so I uh, born in Nigeria. My family moved around a lot in West Africa. So I've lived um, in a number of countries. Uh, so Benin, Togo, Burkina Faso, Guinea-Conakry, a couple short stints in Cote d'Ivoire, uh, Ghana. Uh, so West Africa. So usually when people ask me where I'm from, I kind of say West Africa because it's true. Uh, I moved to Peterborough when I was 16. I attended Trent University. I got my BA from Trent. Um and my intention originally was to leave, you know, to go to Montreal where my family was. Um, but I got a job, you know, it was a six-month contract. So I said, okay, six months, right, I'll, I'll do it and then I'll leave. And then my contract get, kept getting extended. And then I'd been here for a couple of years and was like, well, I don't know. I really love it here. I don't know if I want to leave. So I actively started pursuing jobs in Peterborough. Um, and I've been very lucky and very blessed to be able to continue to find employment here. Um, I left Trent uh, to go work for an organization called the New Canadian Centre, which works uh, with immigrants and refugees, and I absolutely love it there. Um, and that's sort of like my employment and education background. But um, I've also been involved in a lot of community um, organizations, sat on a couple boards. Uh, I go to... Pretty much every festival that is possible to go to, I try to attend in Peterborough, uh, mostly because they're in the summertime and I love summer. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just really have grown to to have a love for the city. Um, and that's part of what inspired me to run as well. And Stephen, could you talk a bit about your background? Well, I'm, I'm from Jamaica. I was born in Jamaica originally. And our family uh, immigrated to Canada when I was uh, about six years old. So... Um, you know, we started off in New Brunswick, uh, then uh, moved to uh, Toronto, and then briefly in Toronto, then we went out to Calgary because of the economic growth that was happening in Alberta at the time. And, you know, after high school, went to university in Winnipeg. So I had that experience where you've lived across Canada and various Canadian cities. Uh, you know, it was when I was in Winnipeg, I'd met somebody that lived uh, in Quartha Lakes. And, uh, you know, we were traveling back and forth um, and, uh, you know, an opportunity came up to move to Quartha Lakes and, uh, you know, things didn't work out the way it should have, uh, but I'd taken on new employment with the, uh, the then Taxpayers Federation and was in Peterborough. And it's like, wow, you know, my, uh, my client base that I dealt with was anywhere between Queens Park and Parliament Hill. 
And every time I would come back home and you drive down University Boulevard, you know, your shoulders would drop, the stress level would just dissipate. And, you know, all of the things that were happening in Peterborough and the scenery that were around you, especially in the fall when the leaves started changing color, you know, and you compare that to, say, living in a city like Brampton or Mississauga, and you think Peterborough is actually a phenomenal place to live. You know, so 15 years later, here I am, still in Peterborough. <laughs> And I think, uh, you know, considering that we don't even know if there's been a person of color on council before, I feel like there's a sense of, like, Peterborough is a predominantly white city, and um, maybe people of color and black people don't even live here. Um, but why did you want to be this, like, highly visible, in this highly visible position, and just be a, I don't know, why did you, why, why does it appeal to you, and what do you think it, it does for the black and uh, people of color in this community. Well, I, when, I, when I first moved to Peterborough, the standing joke was, are there any other black folks living in Peterborough? And, you know, to that, my response was, of course, they live right next door. Uh, because, you know, Sharmin Mugabe actually lived right next door to me when I first moved to Peterborough. And then, you know, my daughter and her uh, experience at Trent University, the first person she met, I mean, she was apprehensive to coming or going to Trent because that perception is that Peterborough is a predominantly white community and wouldn't be opening, inviting at all. And, you know, when she got to Trent and, uh, you know, her orientation involved meeting Kemi. <laughs> you know, she did say, uh, congratulations, Kemi. <laughs> I think she was more excited about you winning than I was. <laughs> you know, but it, it, it was just the little steps in breaking it down, breaking it down. And, you know, it's funny because, you know, there's a sense of excitement when you see somebody else in the community that looks like you. Uh, when our parents came to this country, they, they felt like true outsiders. Um, you know, I, I was educated here and um, I don't feel like an outsider and I don't allow myself to feel like an outsider. So when it comes to engaging and being involved in the community, um, I'm, I'm fully involved. You know, but then our parents, you know, they had to find a community of people who were like minded that look like them so that they felt comfortable uh, in the new country the way they were. Because they took an opportunity in coming here. Yeah, I mean, I always say representation matters. Um, and, you know, even though Peterborough is still predominantly, um, you know, a city comprised of, you know, uh, Caucasian white people, um, there, you know, there are people <laughs> who are from different backgrounds. Yeah. Um, and I think it's important, even though they may not make up a vast majority of the population, it's so important that they see themselves represented. Um, and, you know, I always go back to, you know, the first time I saw somebody on TV that looked like me and that had my hair <laughs> and like understood it. And, um, you know, like when Barack Obama got, you know, um, I am forgetting my words. He got elected in the States. You know, even though he's, you know, not our president, never going to be our prime minister, I probably will never get a chance to meet him. But just the sense of like, yes, like we, you know, one of us was able to do oh, it. Oh, yeah. Um, and to, to be able to see that and be like, okay, well, if he can do that, maybe I can do it too. And not necessarily to say that, oh, I can, you know, aim to be prime minister, but, you know, I can apply for that job or I can, you know, I can believe in myself and see that, okay, somebody else has done it. Um, and maybe they've paved the way for me to do that. And that's part of the other reason I, I, you know, I wanted, I mean, I ran for a number of reasons, but one of the other reasons I ran was to be like, well, if I have to be the first and at least maybe I can pave the way for it, like, you know, someone's like Stephen's mm -hmm. daughter or, um, you know, somebody from a younger generation to be like, oh yeah, you know, Kemi was on council or Kemi is on council. Mm -hmm. Maybe I can aspire to that as well. Yeah. Um, 
that that being said, just because somebody shares the same skin color as you doesn't mean that you agree with them. <laughs> there, you know, there's a couple of black people that I'm like, ooh, I don't know if I agree with you. Um, but still, I think to you know, in order to believe that you can be that thing or whatever that thing is or that person or that role, being able to see somebody in that role makes it just a little bit more attainable. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think there's also a sense of, um, you know, for me, I, I find it easier to 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 approach or bring up issues uh, with people um, I can somewhat identify with or see similarities with. Like, it would be easier for me to have a conversation with another woman or another brown person. Do you, do you think this will, uh, you, both of your elections, uh, do you think this will bring out more participation of uh, in politics with people of color and black people in Peterborough? I certainly hope so. Um, I mean, I plan on, you know, doing as much outreach as I can while on council and making myself available to people because um, and trying to um, to explain it in such a way that people can understand, because it took me a couple of years. Like I was going to council meetings for about five years and it took me like two years to kind of I was like, what is committee of the whole? What is planning? Like, I don't understand these terms that they're using. Um and then, you know, in, even on top of that, it's like to go and ask and go to city council and be like surrounded by people. It's kind of terrifying. Um, so hopefully in my art, outreach that I can do while on council, um, you know, obviously to the residents of town ward, but particularly to like immigrants, even though they may not be able to vote yet, but it's like, well, you know, in a couple of years, you might be able to. So get a better understanding of it now. Um, and you know, so that in, when you can vote or when you can run, you can you can choose to do either of them and you'll have the full capability to. Um, but I do think, it, yeah, I agree with you essentially 100%. <laughs> I just went on a rant for no reason. <laughs> well, it, it does make it easier when you see people of uh, different backgrounds and different positions, uh, you know, whether it's in the corporate world or, you know, in politics. Mm-hmm. It, it makes it easier for you to say, okay, well, I, I, I can participate now in this particular community because look there's representation that's diverse um so yeah um i do have a couple more questions but i wanted to to open it up to do you have any questions for each other (laughs) the answer is no kimmy you know i wish i thought of it about this um i guess what are what are your what is what are your hopes for the next four years it's a secret. I can't tell you that. Uh, actually, okay. you know, <laughs> well, you know, there, there, are, there are some things. You know, when we okay, now we're talking specific policies now that, mm-hmm. you know, I've seen uh, the last council do that. We like the public engagement piece, mm-hmm. um, the level of transparency, uh, the need for an integrity commissioner. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, city city council passed was wrong on the sale of PDI. Uh, you know, the parkway was a data plan. And, and again, because we come from different parts of the world, mm-hmm. you protect your most treasured and valued asset. You know, places like Jackson Park, Beaver Mead Park, uh, you know, our, our free zoo uh, draws in a lot of people into the city. And, you know, setting out a priority to address the need for growth in mixed mode housing uh, to address our homelessness and our low vacancy rate are all priorities that have to be addressed for the next council. And those are bigger buy-ins. So it's, it's not just on the racialized side of it. It's a big buy-in for the entire community. We have to fix these problems. And no, uh, next four years is going to be a... It's not a part-time job. I, I gotta no, tell you, you know, yeah. people saying what well, council's a part. No, this is for me. I, I'm probably, be, uh, you know, my business interest is being set aside. 
because I've always believed that you shouldn't have that kind of conflict. Um, so that interest is being set aside to focus on the issues in a full-time manner by engaging in the other groups as well and saying, you know, how do we fix these problems? You know, does it mean taking Ottawa on? Does it mean taking Queen's Park on? You know, is it funding that's related to or is it making sure the proper matrix are in place to evaluate whether or not there's progress on certain policy or certain issues? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> now it's your turn to ask me a question. Oh, well, <laughs> if, you, if you want. <laughs> so we're some quick pro on that. Uh, well, and I would actually ask you the same, uh, the same question uh, because it's an easy question. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, similar to you, but essentially, um, in some ways, it's a little—it's like it's a little intimidating because people are like, "Finally, <coughs> we have the council we've been waiting for," and you know, similar. I keep bringing up the states and Barack Obama, but similar to when he won, people are like, "Yes, change is going to come. Everything's going to be better." Blah blah blah, and it's like, well, yeah, but this, like a government. Is this huge organization. It takes years for things mm-hmm. to happen and for things to change. So, you know, people were like, oh, we're so disappointed in Obama. He didn't get this done. He... But I was like, really? Like, eight years is not a long time to, like, shut down or change things that have been in process for, like, thousands of years, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's, it's really hard to do that. Um, and particularly if you have, like, um, if you're working with another government that is not super friendly to yours uh, or that is, you know, challenges you along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely I want to increase citizen engagement, definitely tackle housing um, and transportation uh, and ensuring that our green spaces and our environment is kept. But also, I think I really also want the the residents of Peterborough to get a better understanding of actually how city hall works and how city council works. Yeah. Um, because I think there's a lot of uh, misunderstanding around that, which leads to, um, Ex- levels of expectations that perhaps are sometimes unrealistic or yeah. or too low, where it's like, well, city council can't do anything about that. So, well, actually, we do mm-hmm. have some power on that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I just uh, as honored as I am to 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 win. Part of me is also like, oh no, I really don't <laughs> want to let people down. <laughs> um, but that's the responsibility you take on, right, when you mm-hmm. run and when you win. Uh, so, I'm really looking forward to that. But also, um, I want to do my best to ensure that people. Um, fully understand what city council can do for them and what to expect from us. Oh, yeah, we got a lot of heavy lifting to do. There's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of work yeah. ahead. Yeah, I think especially considering you know the new province, the, the new provincial government, um, the, and especially the relationship between municipalities and the province. I don't know if you guys are going to be in uh, for a great ride in this term, but um, I'm curious to know how you think your um, you're both newcomers to City Hall and City Council. How, how do you think that gives you an advantage in this uh, climate? Uh, well, as a newcomer, I'm not new to politics. Mm-hmm. I've, I've been involved since I was 14 years old. Um, we know what the changes at Queen's Park come with uh, uh, some significant challenges because, you know, we've already heard the Premier say the cupboard's bare. Uh, there are cuts coming down the pipe uh, um, that are unreasonable and are, and they're going to be very hurtful. You know, we look recently at the rollback of the the one dollar minimum wage increase that was supposed to roll into this January. You know, part of the issue with uh, homelessness and need for home uh, housing is uh, on the affordability side. You know, it's difficult when somebody's working at Tim Hortons and having to work, skip the dishes, and having to work in the precarious uh, income situation to pay rent. 
you know, landlords are looking at those rental applications and say, where you, where do you work? How much money do you make? And uh, if you can't pay the $1,500 a month rent, then it's likely that you're not going to uh, find somewhere to live. Um, so it, it, it's incumbent on City Hall to ensure that through AMO and the Federation of Municipalities that there is some significant pushback. You know, when we look at smaller municipalities like Peterborough with a, a lower tax base than, say, a city like Toronto, uh, when we have to pay our uh, city staff and uh, emergency services at the same levels as we do in Toronto, you know, because there was an area of downloading, you know, federal government downloaded on the province, the province subsequently downloaded on the municipality, all in the name of balancing their books. Well, municipalities can't deficit finance and we can't surplus finance either. But these bills still have to be paid. And we can push that over to the property owners because what they subsequently have to do with their landlords is increase rents to pay that offsetting cost. So there's a holistic solution that has to be found and involves the Queen's Park understanding the plight of a city like Peterborough versus the plight of cities like Toronto. Yeah, I basically agree with, with what you said. Um, I, 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 In terms of your question specifically about us being newcomers, I think there's a certain... Um, when you're a newcomer, you can sort of get away with things, whether it's like, oh, I didn't know we couldn't do that. Well, I already did it. Sorry. <laughs> um, um, and perhaps a little bit, you know, more, I don't want to say more gusto, but like, you know, we're fresh. We haven't, you know, we haven't been on council for, you know, eight or, you know, or longer years. We're um, perhaps more willing to fight a little bit harder, less... Um, that's sort of bogged down by like the the man, <laughs> um, but it's. I think it is going to be uh, challenging with this provincial government. Uh, that being said, looking forward to meeting with them. I mean, I don't know what the plans are currently. Uh, I assume that uh, Diane Tiering, the mayor elect, will be setting up meetings with our MPP and MP. And um, you know, I you know. I hope to join her in those meetings and see what sort of relationships we can foster because we do have to work with them and um, definitely working with AMO and FMC, sorry, the Association of Municipalities of Ontario yep. and the Federal Federation of Municipalities of mm -hmm. Canada, um, working with them and, you know, cause they're a lobby group. So it's like, okay, well go to work for us. And, mm -hmm. um, but I think definitely fostering relationships and um, sort of, using the energy that we have as new term counselors to, to push things forward, um, I think might give us a little bit of an edge uh, versus some of the incumbents that have been there for longer. Yeah, yeah. But I'm also really looking forward to their wisdom, right? Because, you know, they they have a better understanding of how things work. Uh, so, you know, it'd just be like, oh, no, don't talk to this person. Go talk to this person. And this is how it works. So make sure you get this piece of paper, et cetera, et cetera. So really looking forward to their wisdom, but also really looking forward to working with the, I think, four new people on yeah. council. So, mm -hmm. yeah. It'll Which is amazing because we both won in wards where there were incumbents that uh, mm -hmm. have some experience. You know, Andrew Beamer's... Uh, now it's third term on council, and it was Dean Pappas uh, mm -hmm. with some fourth significant term. fourth term on council. Yeah. So, uh, you know, they, they pretty much know where the bodies are buried. Hey, that's not <laughs> a nice thing. Um, I also wanted to just mention the fact that um, looking around at the province and how the municipal election shook out, um, this seems like a, a pretty standout progressive council that we've elected. And even if you look at uh, the big city of the province, Toronto, Peterborough now has a proportionally more diverse city council than Toronto does. Um, how do you how, how do you think that'll impact relationships with the province and other cities uh, in, within the province? 
Good question. I don't. I don't know if it will. It, it shouldn't really impact in any negative way because, I mean, that diversity is still, you know, the issues that we have in Peterborough are not much different than the issues. Well, mind you, there's more specific, you know, we've got Scarborough subway line. It's a major issue for the city of Toronto. Mm-hmm. Peterborough, we've got a, a transportation master plan that we're going to have to look at. Um, you know, the, the whole back and forth between the parkway since, you know, the 47, it's been on the books uh mm-hmm. So there, there are issues, and you know the diversity uh, in Peterborough, unproportionately uh, with Toronto, you know, it speaks volumes um, because you have a, I believe it's a forty percent from the African and the Caribbean community that make up the population in the Toronto area, and uh, significantly larger in Brampton, where they don't have that mm-hmm. kind of a representation. I mean, people in Peterborough should actually pat themselves on the back and says, you know what. We're, we're, we're going places. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're not there yet. There are mm-hmm. still uh, those other issues to deal with, but we're actually making strides here. And, and that's a proud thing. Yeah. And you know, after some time thinking about it, I mean, it, it might have some impact on other municipalities in, in, in terms of where they would like listen or look to Peterborough to be like, well, what's Peterborough doing? Uh, we're often the test market for a lot of things, exactly. actually. Yeah. Exactly. So why not be the test market for <laughs> progressive, diverse uh, yeah. city council? Um, so yeah, it might have some impact, but what that impact will be, you know, we won't know until, you know, a year or two years, four years yeah. down the line, but looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, those are all my questions. Any other points either of you want to bring up? Uh, well, not for me, Kimmy. You. <laughs> I'll give you the last word on this one. You're smarter than I am. <laughs> well, I'm glad you recognize that. Uh, I just, I don't know. I feel like this is a great privilege that we've um, we've been afforded, the both of us. Um, and I'm really looking forward to the next four years. Um, you know, sitting around that council table, it is a huge responsibility, one that I do not take lightly. Um, but I, I'm really excited about it. And I really think that, a lot can happen, um, or at least we can set the meals in motion for a lot to happen. Yes. Um, and regardless of what the outcome is, I know that we'll all work really hard and that we all have a love for the city. And, and yeah, just really excited. And thank you so much for having us. Yeah, no, thank you very much. Are, 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 am I talking to either of the, uh, possibly the future uh, first black uh, mayor of Peterborough? <laughs> <laughs> Not on my face. <laughs> I have fixed today's problem today. Yeah. <laughs> Undecided. Well, thank you both so much for, uh, for coming in and doing this interview. Thank you very much for inviting us. No problem. See you. <laughs>